Okay, wait. Now that it's recording, let's get some Foley, okay? No. Shut up! <laughs> I wonder at which part of the episode we're gonna bring back Princess Diana. <laughs> it's this part, apparently. Do we want some more Foley? Here, I can open a banana close to my mic. Go, oh my go. God. Oh my god. I heard nothing. <laughs> no! I heard nothing. Me neither. That was so <laughs> visceral for me. Can you go with okay. some monster tour again? That visceral the monster thing where tour you, where you peel yeah, a banana. Yeah, what's the monster of the day? Uh, today's monster is Mango Loco because it's one of the only ones that I like, and my mom can't find the other ones that I like at the store. Nice. So this is what I've been drinking since being home, so I'm excited to get back to school and drink some of my other favorite flavors. This has been Energy Drink Sommelier with Emmett. <laughs> Alyssa's face. Alyssa's is so mad at us. I'm not mad. You, you always <laughs> interpret it as mad. It's not. It's it's mild amusement. Is what I'm not is. mad. I'm just disappointed. You're like our mom. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh, there she goes. The, the like. Did you inhale so your, your tea? I you inhale did. your I, your I stopped myself from inhaling it. Is what the happened. Choking sound was so audible. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> oh, great. We call that Foley. <laughs> okay. I simply can't drink when we have this podcast. It can't happen. Okay, Wait. I'm gonna mute so you can. <laughs> We're gonna kill Alyssa before we even start playing, and then the the game will be over because the GM is gone. Y'all, I already have gray hairs. We can't do this. Okay. It's a stylistic choice at this point. Okay. Hello, folks, and welcome back to Roll for Rainbow. I am your dungeon master, Alyssa Mandrasina. She, they, and with me, I have our players. Oh, players. Hello, my name is Emmett. I use they, them pronouns. I play July Everglow, a light domain cleric. Um, today's July fun fact is that if July was in our world, her favorite TV show would be Gravity Falls. That's very on brand, I think. Yes, That's I love adorable. That. That's really yeah. cute. You definitely texted us last night. Um, everyone think of your fun facts. And then I definitely did it. And then I texted you this morning. What should my fun fact be? <laughs> Okay, we'll go ahead since it's your turn. Oh my gosh, it's my turn. Hi, I'm Trinity. And I play uh, Safria Farlake, a circle of wildfire druid. I did it right. Good this job, time. wife. Thank you, Ooh. thank you. And Safria's fun fact this week, uh, playing off of her little interaction with the lady last week, she's had one serious girlfriend her entire life, and she is heartbroken over her. <gasps> the drama. <laughs> Thing. Oh my god. actively heartbroken if i get a vision about it mm, game over <laughs> don't give me ideas so i just coming over to murder sephria's ex i don't think she would unless her ex was like a truly evil person but just like evil and fucked up well, she's not like if she... <laughs> 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 all right then <laughs> i'm, I'm saying that as like trend pretty much allowed me like some creative yeah, license with the with the girlfriend she's not <laughs> no i basically i basically was like safria is like really not a great person julian just choked on something off cue no I choked they were laughing oh they were laughing okay dying. I thought we were no. like just watching like full, like none of us can do cpr we're just like not <laughs> <laughs> watching julian die over <laughs> Oh my god, wait, I no. die on I saw, camera. I saw a TikTok where this woman was like doing a family reunion and her grandpa like died on Zoom and no one could do anything about it. Isn't what that the fuck? Okay. That's not funny. Derailing the point. 
Really okay, point. Okay. I said, isn't that horrible? Okay, it's like, isn't that funny and hilarious? No, I did not say that. Internet? I didn't say no, that. I said it reminded me of that. Funny. None of us said that. None, None of us said that. No. Nope. Princess Diana no. said it, but not us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm leaving that there in. Alyssa, if you take again. that out, I'll kill you. <laughs> I think, um, I think this should just be called speedrun getting murdered by the royal family. True. Um, <laughs> but like I said, Safria is a great person. She's like learning how to kind of come into her own skin because she's still teenage, not a young teen, a young adult, and she's like makes mistakes and she's actively learning. So I don't think her girlfriend was a bad person. Safria just wasn't great. You also spent a large portion of your like young adult adolescence uh, as part of this cult. Yeah. So I mean, like a lot of your formative years were just a lot spending of my formative time years were spent drinking the Kool Aid, and I don't know how to fix it. Yeah, I will say I think it's <laughs> Julian choking again. I think it's hysterical <laughs> that like me coming into this for the first time, I was like, I'm going to create like objectively the most morally upstanding character mm-hmm. I've ever made, and then Trinity and Julian were like, I'm going to make someone so terrible. And so fucked up in the head. I think wasn't wasn't this is a little this is a little deep cut. Um, me and Emmett have been in campaigns before. I think Ariane, your homebrew character, was pretty morally upstanding. I think she was a good person. Oh, definitely agree. I think I just yeah. And I played a character named Saffron in that campaign because I can think of one name and one name only. And um, if, so if anyone at any point says that, it's not real. Well, Alyssa <laughs> can only come up with a names. So this is true. Um, <laughs> This is a a thing where it's like I'm creating PCs like or sorry NPCs for the future (laughs) and it's like the first thing that comes up is like an A name and I have to be like no fuck we can't do that we have three of them already we can't do that. I do a little evil system where I'm like I google uh, first of all fantasy name generator my beloved and then we're all like be like names that mean fire because i'm fucked up in 10 i also do yes. that where i got salil from was baby names that mean fire yes um. <laughs> yeah i i'm gonna like personally die because Emmett was like oh no and jillian just decided to make the most motherfucking rude character and i was like yeah that was literally it i was <laughs> i wanted to go ape shit how can i make a weird little guy a weird little Still guy. little freak of a man <laughs> And then he's just like a motherfucker. <laughs> My turn? Your yes. turn. Okay. Uh, hi, I'm Julian. I go by they, them pronouns. And Victor's fun fact of the week is that he really, really likes flowers. Oh, that's, that's very that's cute. It. That's the whole post. You know, like that fucking uh, Victorian flower language thing? <gasps> yes. yes. He... You have just walked into trends niche yeah so yeah i might my final project in high school was i did my entire portfolio on the victorian language of flowers like this is my like this is my niche corner of the internet i just love victorians in general they're so mm-hmm. they're so funky they're that so crazy just like, really oh, gets me. some mummies it's healthy <laughs> like, like i'm pretty sure they were like so morally bad but like they got the aesthetic down pretty hard uh victorians are chaotic evil and like <laughs> The more down, like the more up into England you are, the probably worse you're gonna be. Because, like, mm-hmm. let's be honest, it's in, in the 1800s. It was not Latin Americans who were like eating mummies in their tea. Like, wait, was that a thing? What the yeah. fuck? Yes. Legit. Yes. Oh my god. Wait, 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 wait. Um, 
Wait, okay. So um, I don't know if you guys have listened to the, it's not critically acclaimed, but it needs to be the 2016 <laughs> album by Lemon Demon called Spirit Phone. And I there's a song on it. Yes, because it's amazing. And there's a song on it called Sweet Bod. And it's like, and he's singing about how he's like, like pulling this cadaver out of the ground that's been there for a hundred years and it's like covered in honey and he's like taking it out and everything it's an amazing album and everyone listening should go listen to it but this is a real thing like people thought it was I don't remember the exact term for like dead person soaked in honey for a hundred years but it was considered to be like a cure-all panacea like panacea one of my favorite words which people treat uh, Neil C. Sariga on the commentary track for Spirit Phone was talking about how a really big part of that song was that he wanted to use the word panacea in a song. It's a so great he was, word. He was for, really excited when he got to use it. Body covered. It's, it's basically like uh, mummies for the Victorians were basically like essential oils are today. It's called mm. a mellified man. Uh, that's disgusting Emmett you have absolutely played the song for me before and I made no connection to what it was about I was just like oh this is a fun little bop you've also definitely played the song because you made me listen to the entire spirit foam album when we were driving to the aquarium and then my car started leaking fluid so that's yes. <laughs> yes. oh my god it was the mellified um, car I think I think this oh, this is such a tangent welcome to the podcast I think <laughs> that individually each of these spirit phone songs would make a great like one shot like a great horror one shot shut up okay actually i lied Alyssa, julian never don't listen to it don't <laughs> listen to it i'm gonna use it okay. i'm kidding okay. you definitely should listen to it but like because if you guys listen to it i can diagnose everyone with spirit phone songs isn't neil the guy about. isn't neil no wait that's a different this neil is... Riga is harry potter puppet pals i know he is but is he the dude that made Neil banging out the tunes, or is that a different man? That is just a picture of a rat. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a picture of a rat that I think was on a Wikipedia page in 2013. <laughs> I really got you with that one. <laughs> like the way that Trent's mind works is just so fascinating to me anyone over 25 is an elderly person um all people named Neil are just the same person even if it's a rat and a man we were high might of Neil we asked this dude to take a photo of us and I was like go ask that old man and he was like 24 trinity (laughs) I'm so sorry but that <laughs> explains that explains so much like why you thought madalena was a milf milf is a state of mine i know <laughs> i know but also oh my god <laughs> okay recap time i'm going on mute i can't take this anymore <laughs> by the way think... if i ever like go off camera i'm dying coughing but you're gonna worry <laughs> oh, julian. Oh, julian i asked you if you were okay for this fine i'm absolutely fine i just think it's kind of weird that every once in a while you're gonna see me like ah. <laughs> it's okay i just always assume you're laughing because i'm a narcissist who only cares about myself fair enough so you're, true. you guys are pretty funny actually you guys are so funny it makes me feel i'm funny but that's not no like, no literally like, 
No. You're just so you're just so fucking hilarious. I literally end the episode of being like, I suck. <laughs> like every time. I love also, how this podcast is just it's for it's for people with intense imposter syndrome <laughs> all <laughs> trying to be Oh my god, don't funny. call me out like that. <laughs> yes, don't, don't call me out like that. I don't like it. I mean, yes, you're right, but stop, please. Hey, yes. Okay. Great. Great. So so recap time. Last we left off, July and Victor got a visit from their magical sponsors, each bearing very different messages. The crew went through and learned about the magical items they received and scoured Dr. Zariah's documents for information on their experiments. Aside from the horrific torture these people endured, they discovered that there was a facility before the one in Orland, most likely in Kisa, and they discovered the use of a strong curse that invoked the name of Eliora. They also discovered the effects of successful arcana extraction, both through Eleanor Bexley's files and first-hand observations, Safria having checked in on the Countess Madalena, finding that she had lost her connection to her goddess Rai. After a bit of bonding and a heartfelt friendship that was found in two people who have more than enough heartache under their belt, the closed wise dandelion had a knock on the door from the council's official courier. That is where we are now. forgot about the courier. You all know what is about to happen, and I'm sure you all have ideas. I'm going to ask that you roll initiative to see who gets to implement their plan first. Okay, can we get a quick recap of what he said right before? Yeah, oh, wait, he, can, I, can I give my best impression? Okay. That's a horrible memory. So there was a knock on the door and Bella Luna was like, sorry, friend, we're closed. And then Alyssa <laughs> used her like, her ooh voice to say, you won't even open for a courier from the council. And that and was it? it? Was like, that was yeah. essentially it. Like okay. he's not even inside yet. He is okay, just okay, at okay. the door waiting to be let in. Cool. Uh, I got an eight. Okay, Arlena is also going to roll because she has ideas as well. <laughs> Natural one? <laughs> uh, plus two. It's a three. <laughs> I'm a roll, but I'm not sure if my idea really needs rolling. I don't know. Okay. Uh, that's that's a natural four. No, I'm not. Oh, wait, I got it. I got a nine with my modifier. Sorry. No, I think you are the highest because Arlena rolled Shut? a natural two. That's so funny. Well, that that you gave me sucks. <laughs> Can we all agree to not do combat today? <laughs> no combat, no combat. Just uh, teacher, no combat. Is the courier going to get an initiative roll too? No, because he can't open the door when it's locked and he's not going to try to break it. Okay. He's just, okay. just kind of waiting. Okay. We could have just all stayed silent. He wouldn't have known. <laughs> There's no one here. <laughs> yeah. Like when, when you're home alone as like a 10 year old and someone fucking knocks and you're just I like, I do that I die at here. almost 19. Oh, I do it too. Yeah. But it's, you're also with adults home. right now. You're also yeah. with adults that are going to answer doors because they are actually and a business. We've already spoken to him as well. Yes. No, just no, just Bella Luna said something. Okay. Yeah, Bella Luna said something. Uh, then after the courier said his thing, Arlena kind of muttered under her breath. She was just like, "Shit." Okay. So nothing that he could hear, just that. So, if we're treating this like initiative, yeah, I ask you. DM for yeah. two things. Okay. Number one, <laughs> I request an object interaction, a sleight of hand check to try to sweep the papers on the fucking counter into a little pile that I can hold. I have excellent sleight of hand, so I'd like to try it. Go for it. God with the accent. hates me. That's I a 12. 
I mean, it wasn't that high. The things were already kind of oriented. I say you can kind of sweep them up because they were kind of in a line. Although it is not the neatest pile in the world and you do like right. say some of the parchment kind of crunch in on itself, you can successfully like shove it under the bar if that's what you'd like to do. Yeah, because then I want to use like my quote unquote action to athletics check, yeet myself over the bar, just like hit the deck. Yeah, sure. You can also just go around. There's... there. But... But I have really good athletics. I mean, you can do it. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying there are easier ways. <laughs> you are, you're not going to let me roll? Since I'm when do you have good athletics? Um, it is my, it, this is, I never do this, but strength is my second highest stat after my spellcasting ability. That's true. I never do. Strength is always my dumb stat, but not with July. She worked on like fisherman boats her whole life. That's She's true. Like, no, really this makes rough. sense. This it makes does sense. make yeah. sense. Do I'm I just saying carry now, now for some reason? I, like my little magic. Just make yeah. me roll. Make me roll. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-four. Oh. You like a trained athlete hop over this bar like it's a fucking hurdle bella luna is like watching in awe like she's just come downstairs at, at, like, it's like slow-mo like as i'm flipping like upside down my ponytail like brushes against the bar it as is I'm, like sailing over it it is truly the most cinematic dramatic looking like little pole vault anyone has ever done very impressive bella luna looks very impressed although she kind of is like that maybe didn't need to happen Anyway, that's my turn. So I'm done. I have the papers and I'm behind the bar. Okay. Uh, so Arlena has seen all of that happen. Uh, she's going to go next because I believe it was a natural one and a natural two or three, four. Four. She has six I, total. I, me too. But I think she probably has uh, higher decks. So she goes first. Yeah. Plus four is what she has. Oh yeah, um, definitely. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Arlena kind of sees all this happen. She's like, that fast move good choice she's going to cast major image kind of on the bar to get rid of also the like the magical items that you couldn't pick up because they were also out and just to kind of like the bar looks normal and doesn't look like it's just been like hopped over i think like as you went over your foot like touched the top of the bar and like went. on a 24 it was flawless but like it's it doesn't like it looked good doing it and it was successful do you not want there to be anything there? Well, it doesn't matter because it's just for flavor. She's doing it, but I just um, resent you now forever. <laughs> okay, I will. I will scratch. I will scratch that then to to appease the good players. Um, the good to appease the, the good players. I think the only person who misbehaves more than me is Trin. Which excuse me. No, excuse I know. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa does have a favorite kid and it's Julian. <laughs> That's not true. Hold on. Hold on. Listen, I'm, I, I feel like the eldest child here. I don't You are the oldest. I don't partake the on the baby child. stuff. Where Okay, wait, wait. Sorry. This was because I was mad. You have her you can have her major image the bar or whatever, but don't you dare say that I aerialed over it, so my feet wouldn't have touched the bar. Oh, that's the style you were going for. Okay, I see. Yeah, yes. like aerial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So she is still going to major image just to get rid of, like, the magical items in there and kind of mask it and make the bar look normal. I think she'll also put, like, maybe, like, a couple drinks there just to make it look like they, like, her and, and Bella Luna have just been here and no one else. Uh, she looks at the two of you, Safria and Victor, and says... 
you should probably go somewhere that's not here. Uh, if you want to go behind the bar, there are easier ways to do it than pole vaulting over it. But whatever, uh, Victor, actually, I think you'd be okay because they don't know about your involvement, but also better safe than sorry. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, go. Okay. Also, out of character, I have a question. I think yes. last episode, I said that I put the ring on. Yes, the ring is on, but you haven't had time to attune yourself okay, to it, okay, so okay. it's not doing anything. Cool. Okay. So yeah, I will say that, but like the cane might still be up on the bar and the... Uh, okay, the, okay. Uh, so Arlena is just kind of using her action to uh, look to Bella Luna and say, Bells, can you make sure the kids and Madalena stay upstairs? Bella Luna says, on it, goes upstairs, make sure they're okay. And Arlena says, uh, when you guys are set, you can either go hide someplace where you can't hear, and I can just relay the information to you afterwards, or hide in a place where you can hear and you'll hear it anyway. Victor takes the cane with him, and like in the same swoop motion, he punches the understudy down to July, and he just walks up the stairs. Okay, do you go in any room in particular, or...? He's not trying to not hear the conversation. He's just trying to not be seen. So, like, if the stair curves, he's going to be, like, behind the curve. Oh, yeah. You can sit behind the curve. Uh, you see Bella Luna walk out of Mateus's room uh, after telling them to, to stay where they are. And she looks at you, gives a little nod, heads back downstairs to also greet the courier. Uh, Safria, I believe that is your turn since we've kind of settled what Victor is doing. Okay. I also want to attack, or, no, oh, Jesus, fuck, I read the wrong word. I want to attack. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I Sorry, I was, the door. I was reading through my, the things I could do, and the first thing was attack. Um, no worries. I wanna, no, I also want to hide behind the bar, but as I do that, I do want to shillelagh my quarterstaff. Okay, absolutely. Uh, just in case, you know, things Wait, can turn. I quarterstaff my longsword or just my staff? You can shillelagh, let me find it among all my spell tabs, of a club or quarterstaff you're holding. Okay, then, yes. I'll, then I'll shillelagh my quarterstaff if I can. Okay, yeah, you can absolutely do that in case things turn sideways. And that is it. We're going to have Arlena uh, open the door at this point. And Victor, you can kind of peer from out behind your little hiding place on the stairs, like you're not super visible. And you can see a tall, lanky jungle tabaxi, an orange coat with black stripes. They're wearing the council's color, red and gold. And the scroll in their hand has the wax seal of a sun with a single eye at the center. They are all smiles and they hold out a hand to shake. Paige Atwater, milady, I'm looking for Mrs. Arlena Thestina. And Arlena does not hold out her hand. She says... The sign says, no councilsmen, as I'm sure you're aware. And Paige, without missing a beat, retracts their hand and says, well, aware. I make an effort to be able to read the messages I deliver. Fortunately for me, I am only the courier. No sword and shield for me, madame. I only come to ensure that you read the message from uh, the council, and I'll be on my way. Your distaste has been made quite clear, and I don't blame you for it. Uh, <laughs> Arlena? Okay, wait, never mind. Not a cop. No, not a cop. <laughs> It's two, like, separate kind of job descriptions. Like, it's just, like, I deliver messages versus I raid and sort of kill villagers. Was the yelling in character, or did you just do that? That was Emmett, sorry. Oh, no, July just stands up from behind the bar and screams, cop! <laughs> and Is that what that- oh! 
was? Is that what that noise was? I thought Alyssa no. did that. I thought Alyssa, no. like, finished, I, like, looked down, and Alyssa, like, finished a monologue, and then went, oh! I was like, what just happened? No, <laughs> that was I'm not. The only, you and I are the only ones who make that noise. Okay. So. This is true. So Arlena takes the scroll and unfurls it in front of her, reading it in silence for a moment before looking up at the courier and asking, the gala? Me? And, and if I refuse? Paige shrugs and says, your talents are known throughout Laskia, milady. You've caught the attention of the council themselves. And you and I know quite well how nicely the council answers to the word no. And Arlena sort of nods her head and says, right. And the pair kind of stand there for just a moment, this kind of awkward silence. And Paige places their hand on her shoulder. Look, I don't envy you. Just because I deliver their word doesn't mean I agree with it. This job puts food on the table and keeps away much of their scrutiny. It's the price I have to pay. And Arlena processes that and says, we all make choices, mix Atwater. And the page says, I suppose we do. And I'm going to choose to tell you that Trugar's replacement will not take kindly to the sign on your door. Captain Thundersworn is a vicious one, she is, and is much like the council in terms of how she responds to being told no. Good day, Mrs. Thestina. And the courier leaves. You hear the trot of their horse on the cobblestone streets. And Trinity, I have a little message for you. No! No, 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 no! Not uh, a bad, no, it's not a bad thing. It's secrets, it's secrets. You should be happy with this. Yeah, Trinity's like, I want secrets. And then when she gets one, she's like, fuck! Oh, oh was my action! No, not, not consequences. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, it's okay. I oh, hate the, okay. the new the new chief of security already and i think we should kill them like immediately yeah okay uh victor you actually recognize uh that last name uh you've been to equable that is the the previous head of the councilsmen in equable so they have sort of moved down so to speak she has sort of come into orleans to fill the space and you assume her second in command will come up and and remain in equable I think she's not going to be happy to be downgraded to Orlin from from Equable. Uh, Equable's pretty quiet, and Orlin is, you know, distinctly less quiet now that the three of you are here. So, you know, it, it depends. You don't know her that well. You haven't interacted with her as much as you did Trigar, obviously. But, you know, could be, mm-hmm. could not. Bella Luna, who has been silent this whole exchange, peers back at the bar and then at the stairs and says, you can come out now. Delia stands up. Uh, Sapphire stands up and is visibly a little shaken. Inside check, Sufu Plan? Go ahead. Go for it. Eleven. Yeah, you can do deception. Oh, I'm not charismatic at all, actually. That's a four. What does she see? She sees Safria breaks with, like, genuine fear. There we go. Like, that interaction scared her. I'm going to say on uh, Arlena's uh, passive insight, she can see that you are visibly shaken and I think also detects the fear, but she does not comment on it. She just kind of gives you like like a look of you okay kind of silent exchange. I nodded her. Since we're like standing behind the bar where nobody can see, I think July just like very slowly pokes like Safria's side like under the bar with just like one finger like just so enough that Safria like can feel it and then like retracts her hand Victor climbs down the few steps of the stairs to make himself visible again and he's like holding the cane and he 
like looks over at specifically at Arlena and he gives her like a little smile but not like he's happy like it's a, a attempt at a comforting smile and he says well if you're looking for someone to watch your back there I was planning on going anyway Arlena nods she she sits down at the table and kind of sets the scroll that's in common in front of her and she says I wasn't planning on going that was perhaps the last place in the world I'd like to be but you know opportunities come and they go and this may or may not be a good one not for the reasons they're intending I'm sure but you know and she for the one in the room that can't read she says give me a damn minute give me a damn minute she was just gonna read it for you okay well I couldn't anyway so (laughs) I barf oh Uh, god oh Oh my i'll clean it it's fine sorry sorry i got it bella luna's already going to like get something to clean it up like she's like no you you, can i roll initiative against her jesus you may 19 the 14 you you get to it before she does yeah i come back i start cleaning it up anyway sorry say what you were gonna say don't uh, apologize for for being ill i i suppose it's it's fine it's I would have taken care of it. Arlena reads out the the missive and says, Mrs. Arlena Thessina, our most esteemed guests have been asked to vote on the entertainment for the evening, and among other talented artists in the land, you have been selected to perform. This is one of the highest honors a bard could achieve within our fair nation, so we ask that you are punctual and pristine in your attendance. This will mean you and yours must arrive at this resplendent event on time and in clothes that reflect the beauty of Laskia. Please bring your own instrument and any other equipment you might need. Lodgings for you and yours have already been reserved the council they're not even gonna have an amp for her damn cheapskates i didn't know that she played an instrument arlena nods and she says bard (laughs) i thought you were a bard (laughs) she nods and says yes i play quite a few i play the lyre i play the lutes i the kalimba as well uh just just to name a few my singing talents are also usually what i'm known for but she she shrugs in a way that she's like I don't kind of I kind of don't like talking about myself but also kind of do it's in a weird she's in a weird limbo yeah. in this conversation. Uh, Mateus and Alana are the next to come down, kind of hearing that the the career has gone. Uh, you notice Alana has some small but very neatly done braids in her hair. Mateus, on the other hand, looks like his head has been used for practice on someone who is rather inexperienced. The plates in the braids are all uneven and in his face, but he does not look the least bit ashamed or embarrassed he's glancing between the letter and arlena and is like so i heard the last bit of that and i know this isn't great news but does this mean we get to visit talon and arlena can't help but laugh and she's like i suppose we would need a hand from the family taylor wouldn't we gala's only a a couple weeks away and she kind of looks at the rest of you to see if you are interested look yeah (laughs) that's what i'm good at is dressing up and acting pretty so, yes. I suppose that is the one fun bit that comes out of this, isn't it? Dressing up and acting pretty. Indeed. And also maybe if a council member needs sass kick in the corner room, you can also do that. Oh, incredible. Incredible. Mm. I love the sounds of that. I really worry about you guys. Um, <laughs> yes, of course. Um, and Arlena is like, that will, of course, all be covered if you're willing under under my tab, my tailor. I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> Yes. Uh, it's just a fucking shop haul episode. I'm so happy. Exactly. I'm going to draw a new clothes. 
she looks at the one person that hasn't responded yet and she says july are you also interested oh i just kind of assumed that i wouldn't go why wouldn't you wow. go because you guys have spent like the last three days telling me how bad i am at that kind of stuff well yeah but that doesn't mean you're not going yeah like you can be shitty at it but like you can still go but i don't want to mess things up for you guys ah don't worry about it we can no, teach you some think- things I don't think you'll mess anything up. Arlena pipes up and she says, many folks, whether their class or creed demands it, will be going, including perhaps some folks from Tipper. Not everyone that will be going is graced in the art of eloquence. There are going to be people from Tipper there? Potentially. I mean, it's not necessarily true. It's just, it was an invitation to all of Laskia, not just the ones that are uh, clever in that sense. I can't afford any clothes, so... Um, it's covered. It's covered, if you if you will allow it. I'm just saying that, like, I'm acknowledging that. Thanks, I appreciate it. Okay. Also, July, if you're worried about the things we have said about you the last three days... You've actually improved a lot. You don't tell people your eye is magical anymore. And I'm proud of you for that. <laughs> I've never said anything negative in my life ever. So. Oh, yeah. Sure. Safria, I really don't like it when you lie. It makes me sad. Safria <laughs> <laughs> just like walks upstairs. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, I'm oh kidding. I'm kidding. God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm still there. <laughs> I was going to say, Arlena's going to try God. to catch your attention. Um, no, I'm still there. I'm kidding. <laughs> So Arlena just kind of sighs and she's like, well, this is this is something we'll have to prepare for in, in the coming weeks, I guess. But at least lodgings are covered. So that's that's something. She looks at you, July, and then looks at your necklace and is like, hey, I was just wondering, would you mind if I take a look at the necklace? I don't even need you to take it off or let me touch it. But I was just wondering if you would like to learn more about your connection through the paperweight. And if it bothers you to have me be the one in charge of that, I can just as easily teach Safria the phrase if she's so willing. I can tend to other things. I think actually there might be a Thestina family meeting I should be attending. And she gives a little look at Victor. You said you want me to be honest. I'm just going to tell you that I don't want you to be the person who does it. That's fine. But I don't, I don't really, um, I don't feel like I have to know. So um, just take your time showing Safria or, or don't show her unless she wants to learn. I don't really care. Um, but before you talk to Victor, I was hoping that maybe I could talk to him, like just us. Yeah, whatever you need. And Arlena sort of backs away, uh, starts tending more to Alana and Bellaluna and leaving you two alone. I'm going to come over. come to the stairs? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to come. I'm going to come to where you are. And I don't know if you're like in your room or. Uh, I think he was at the bottom of the stairs okay. like with you guys. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to kind of come over to where you are and I'm going to be like, hey, Victor, is it okay if like, if I talk to you for a second about something kind of important but it's also kind of personal I figured you'd want to like I would just talk to you about it and not talk to everyone about it uh of course sure uh you want to go upstairs to the room you had or mine um whatever you want it just like it's not doesn't really have anything to do with me so let's go to my room then and he like leads her upstairs and I I think he knows where this is going so Um, he's like he's kind of (laughs) worried the shoulders. Worried, struggling. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, yes, perhaps, I'm 
perhaps before we continue with this conversation, I just want to check in. Safria, what are you doing in this time while they're having this moment? I'm kind of just at the bar. And I think I never like walked away from the conversation of her like being like, maybe Safria can teach you. And I'm open to doing that. So if she wants to teach me, she can. Yeah, I think in this time period, then uh, Arlena is sort of showing you the ropes, uh, kind of being like, well, I, I think perhaps you might be more acclimated with, with magic than, than I am, but given where you're from, but uh, I, if I can be of any assistance, and she shows you like, like the, the command word and, and how to use the paperweight, et cetera, et cetera, while this conversation between these two is happening. Okay. Uh, back to July and Victor. Okay, so I know that sometimes I say the wrong thing. Okay, actually, most of the time I say the wrong thing. Um, so I'm just going to say sorry in advance because um, I don't know what matters and, and what doesn't. I guess I actually have two things I want to talk to you about. Um, the first thing, I just want to say that the night that we saved the sorcerer girl, I know that you were helping you know, I don't know, I don't know how I know that, but I, but I just do. Um, so I just figure that you should know that I know, and, and you don't have to explain to me, but I just, I know that you were, you were there to help. Um, but the main thing I wanted to talk to you about is, um, you were in my vision this morning. Yeah. Right. So, so most of it, like, I didn't understand what I was seeing. So I get it if you don't want to tell me what any of it means, but I figure I should tell you what I saw because sometimes my visions are kind of important and sometimes they're not. And if I tell you, you might be able to like do more with that information than I could, if that makes sense. Okay, uh, sure. Thank you for sharing it. I don't yeah. understand how your visions work, but it's kind of fascinating. I yeah. don't either. So um, yeah, so basically, so what I saw is there was this like really big fancy room and like high ceiling and it, it looked like maybe a party or something I don't know I've never been to like like a gala or anything maybe that's what that looked like I don't know what the stairs situation was um the vision was not about that but you were at this like table with a winter aladrin and you guys were talking and there was just something about her that seemed weird but I, I couldn't really place it but I saw this moment like the two of you talking in this room filled with people and, and that's all I got so I don't I don't know anything about where you were or when this was it, whether this is something that happened in the past or something that's going to happen in the future but that's what I saw so I figured I should just tell you hold on real quick a uh, winter Aladrin you say What's an Aladrin? Oh, um, it's, it's a uh, like a type of a creature similar to, um, it's another type of elf. Safria is an autumn Aladrin. They're like seasonal elves, so to speak. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Victor, he, he takes a little moment to analyze the vision. Well, it might have been the future because I don't recall knowing anyone like that, but I think think it might be useful anyway because okay and thank you thank you for for telling me this I will keep an eye out for winter faith from now on yeah totally and I think like if I can I just kind of describe to him like vaguely what she looked like like what outfit she was wearing like I won't go into it but I'm like this is what this person looked like 
if I guess, and Jill, I said this, I guess I assumed it was like a memory. Um, but if it's the future, then maybe this is some, probably somebody you're going to meet at the gala, I'm guessing. So, so yeah, I guess keep an eye out, um, for her and, and yeah, you can obviously like, it's my vision, but it's your thing. So you can tell whoever about it. Like, I don't, I don't mind. It's your, your stuff. Okay. I think we should make this an us thing for right now. Okay. And, yeah, I won't. Uh, I won't talk to anybody about it. To find it out. Um, Sounds good. Talking about us things, the earlier topic that mm -hmm. you saw me helping, I think I said we could talk about it later. And I'm not against Zephria or anything. I don't want it to make it seem like that. But since you already know. I could give you the brunt of it, I think. I am very good at changing my looks. I don't distrust you either, but the finest details of it are kind of personal to me. And I promise I'll come clean with everything in time. But yes, I was there. Yes, I've helped. And you are probably one of the few people that know it. Okay. Much like your vision, I'd like to keep this an us thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I haven't talked to anybody about it. Like, I believe in telling the truth, but I also don't think that should be, like, like at your own risk. Your backstory is just kind of more complicated than mine. There's a lot I don't know, and there's a lot I don't have to know. So you don't owe me anything, but, like, I appreciate you telling me and trusting me like it, it does mean a lot to me I can do my best to promise that everything will become clear in time but that's a good philosophy to live by the one you do I don't share it but it's a good philosophy to live by well if I have a lot of one thing it's time so you know I'll be around and Safran will be around and I mean I haven't had a vision about it but I think it's gonna be okay I hope you're right, even if your visions don't give you much detail about it. Victor, he, he reaches out to like pat her in the head like he did with uh, Matthias. He stops himself and he goes like, can I touch your head? Yes, I'm bracing for it. Go. And he gives like two really fast pats and then takes it <laughs> back. July's like muscles. Someone. Yeah, July's muscles are so tense, but she is smiling. She goes. Thank you. And then she turns around and she leaves. <laughs> uh, he goes after her. Oh. Hey, I'll have to go downstairs. It was so shockingly right. wholesome. I'm, so I love that. It's so cute. While that conversation is happening, I think we'll come back to, to Safria and Arlena. Arlena's kind of, like, it's not a very complicated item and it doesn't require attunement, but it is it is just a thing where it's like if you use magical items wrong, they can go awry. And you see Alana like at the bar, like looking at you guys, like working on this, like not enough. So it's it's kind of a thing where like Arlena like has her hand over yours as you're like working with this little flowery paperweight. And I think it is a moment of mentorship that you haven't had in a while. I think you and and Victor come downstairs and Arlena gives you a look and says, if if you want to, the item is yours. You can do as you so please. And you can also take it elsewhere besides the bar, but it's all yours. Victor, I think you, me, and Bella Luna and Mateus 
if you want to have that talk now or we can have it at some other point yeah right now it's fine i think the earlier the better yeah okay uh so she kind of gets the attention of bella luna and mateus and i think she leads you up to her room if that's an acceptable yeah absolutely so that's gonna happen alana has also kind of dispersed like back to to her room seeing as like this might be a private thing um and she is back to her room and is just you and uh safria here if you would like to do the the paperweight thing yes i say did she teach you the thing yeah she um she taught it to me it's pretty easy okay cool will you please help me look at my necklace i guess yeah yeah uh do you want to sit at the bar or at one of the tables or yeah I'll just sit at the bar and kind of put my necklace on it I don't think and I go to do the thing I did earlier where I try to take it off and like it doesn't I'm like I don't I can't take it off so I'm just gonna kind of have to like lean I can also just pick it up as you lean uh you feel the chain kind of elongate and rest comfortably on the parchment well okay that's also another option so (laughs) yes so I start um doing what uh she taught me yeah uh as safria says the command word you see safria's irises glow that same golden hue as your one eye july and safria you feel a fire burning in your chest it's not something completely unusual as your magic often manifests in flames but this is different this if possible burns much hotter You blink, and suddenly you're not in the tavern. Mm. You're in a glade of sorts, but it is deathly still. There are no sounds of wildlife. There isn't even a sound of rustling foliage. The chill that runs through this place is deeply unsettling, but you have sort of this burning magic settling in your chest to keep you warm. Even the sky is clouded and gray, except for one peering ray of sunshine that lands on a person who has their back to you. Golden butterfly wings spread out behind them, and this person looks disheveled, defensive. You can feel some of the heat that radiates out of them, and as they turn to you, they say, how many times must I tell you to leave July Everglow alone? And then they turn and see you, and I mean truly see you, solid golden eyes boring into your own. They freeze for a moment before whispering, Oh, it's it's only you. Who did you think I was? Apologies, you you positively reek of of them, it, whatever the entity deems itself to be. Not as much as the boy, but it's is easy to mistake you, Safria Farlake. Okay. Do you mean the the shape shifting thing? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, correct. I believe it calls itself Cobrius. I do not know if that is its true name. I don't care about its name. I don't. It's just a thing that's bothering me. So I don't care to learn its name. Of course. Apologies. I did not mean to offend in any way. I just... No, you're not offending. I'm just confused. Who are you? I mean, I know who you are, but... I am Eliora. Mortals have, have given me many names, many titles. I'm just a deity of sorts. I've I've heard much about you, not just from now but from koa koa speaks very kindly of you i don't follow her that much anymore no i i'm i'm aware she thought your choice to leave her so-called warriors was an admirable one and she thought it and you were quite uh brave Hmm. well 
tell her I say thank you. I, I shall. Can you tell me anything to bring back to July? Oh, we can. I can dismiss this visage whenever we so please. Uh, in July, you notice back in this like realm, Safria is not speaking. Uh, her face is sort of like not blank. She she is speaking aloud, but uh, Eliora's side of the conversation is on the paper. So oh, that's fun. You can try to read it Bruh. if you if you'd like. Uh, but it's in common, right? It is in common. That's a fucking. There you go. Eleven. You tried. <laughs> you tried. Um, okay. It's okay. It can be. It can be read to you eventually. Back with Safria. Safria, uh, you see Eliora smile and say, "Oh, I can. This can be relayed through the spell you were casting, the item you were using, which is why I, I allowed it. But mm. uh, if anything, uh, I can tell her this myself, and I will tell her I'm sorry, deeply, sincerely sorry. Okay." I mean, I feel like it, you know, you know, July, words don't mean much on paper. I'll tell one person. I know. And I will do my best, my very best going forward to act like something she deserves. But I know what I've done and I, knowing her past, I shouldn't have. I don't know July that well. And I know it's not your business to tell me what you've done and what she deserves. I mean, I guess I'll find out for myself. Because I think we're all tangled up in this thing together now, and I don't see myself going anywhere else. But July seems very kind. She seems thoughtful, even though she's not a woman of many words. You you see Eliora give a bit of a chuckle and say, no, uh, a woman of many words she is not. But she is perhaps the best of all of us. I've yet to see a better. Not perhaps. I've known her for about a week. And I can say she's far better than me. And Victor's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm not I'm not yeah. quite fond of the boy, especially regarding his attachments. But you know, I, I put up with it because July seems to like him in some realm of the imagination. She se- she seems to have some sort of attachment, and that's fine. I don't choose her friends. But you Safria, you are not as I can't say I know you very well, but you are not as horrible as you think. It is good people that worry about being bad people. Bro, you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Um, Ouch. And I think you're good for her. Or you will be. <gasps> she's mentioned she doesn't have a lot of friends. <laughs> Apparently it's just some old dude that's dead. That's it. I don't know. Being acquaintances i don't think we're friends yet i haven't been nice enough to her yet that's fair being acquaintances with her has brought out a weird side of me that i don't know i'm she's being nice to me and it's confusing but i didn't call you for a therapy session this isn't about me no i Um, i know i know i this was initially to to check in because many Many a dark force, Congress included, have tried to get to Miss Everglow, but I have to be some sort of buffer, and I apologize for for dragging you from your day-to-day schedule. Oh no, Um, I'm not doing anything, truly. Everyone else has so many things going on in this town, and I feel like I've been sitting at a bar stool for the past week. Whatever the case may be, thank you for reaching out in your own little way, and I will bring you back to where you belong. Wait, one, one last thing. 
Yes. Can you tell Koa that I just want to talk again? Just one last time. Eliora says, I will be honest with you, as that is one of my many pillars. Uh, Koa does not speak to anyone very often. Yeah. I, whatever you might have experienced before, I think might have been the cause of some, some very questionable people. I mean, mortals so often try to, to speak for us, and so often they fail. They use lies and deceit to trick their fellow man into following them. It's sickening. And people like you become victims, exploited for the use of others, and I'm so sorry. But I will do my very best to tell Koa that you deserve some closure, at the very least. If, if, if she doesn't want to talk, I mean, you can just... I mean, she can... I, I don't hate her. I know. For what I went through. It's not her fault. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. Sephiroth's ex is the cause. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. No. Pulling a saffron where she's becoming dating a, a god to true of us. her girlfriend. Just, yeah. just date a goddess. No. <laughs> just date a I goddess. Don't know. Oh, my God. But Elira sort of nods their head and they say, I will do my best. Like mortals, gods can be convinced. Thanks. Of course. Have a wonderful day. And they sort of like give a little like show. Wow. That the emails, not the sincerely. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Uh, they give a, a little flourish and a bow. Mm-hmm. And the gold from your irises is dismissed. And Safra, you are back standing across from July at this bar. Uh, July, you have heard all of Safra's side of this conversation. Oh! unfortunately you've been talking aloud Um, but but july is the only one in the room uh okay so the eliora's side of the conversation is on paper that is what has happened whether you decide to respond to it is with you i kind of just open my eyes and i blink back and like okay um i i don't think i safria has no clue that the conversation was allowed she just thinks she was in her own little mind palace and she's like well okay um i spoke to them they seem very nice yeah i heard you (laughs) (laughs) the noise um how much did you hear well i heard everything you said and I tried to read what Eliora was saying, but um, July, you see she's holding the waste basket that like Victor oh, no. got her earlier. Okay. She's like, so it, it didn't work. So I don't know what they said. Okay. Um, no, I got it. Um, I pick up the paper and I read the in between the lines. Yeah. Um, I think you see as this is happening, Eliora, there, there's a brief pause in like their writing. And then they say on the paper, just a second, I'd like to try something. And the pendant glows white hot, but doesn't feel hot, just a bright glow. And Safria, this image sort of flickers for you, but you do see Eliora sitting next to uh, July at the bar, wings brought in. And July, you see like Eliora as if it was a full person sitting there beside you. Hello, Starshine. Hi. You could have done this the whole time. Why am I even here? <laughs> Uh, truthfully, I am uh, working off of the power that you are producing, so please don't go away. I won't. Uh, um, not many gods do this, but I have few followers, so I feel I can I can afford something like this, uh, especially for such a special case. 
they look at you, July, and they say, you have concerns or worries or fears, and I'd like to do my best to assuage them. What can I do? It's fine. I don't like lies. You don't like lies. Okay, well, I don't like yelling, so. And that was something I should have had more control over. And you have my deepest apologies, though I know they don't necessarily mean as much. What can I do? I don't know. I Maybe, I don't know if you can look at the past at all, but maybe you just need to think about any time when my mom talked to me and just never do that. I you were there. You've said that you've been there the whole time. I have. And... Yeah, which kind of makes it worse that you did what you did. So um, just like anytime anybody gets angry, I just, I forget that it's not her. You know, that's kind of like all I see. So I just need some space probably. Would you like me to leave? Yeah. Okay. And you see without another word, they are gone. And the pendant goes quiet. And you didn't, you still have your powers and you still have your magic. They wouldn't do that to you. They're not punishing you for asking to be sent away. But you never noticed it before because they've always been there. But there is a quiet in your mind. Like the radio static that's been settling in the background. Because you have a god sort of living with you is gone. July barfs. Alan? Oh, God. Um, oh, my how, God. You haven't even eaten that much. How are you... <laughs> I don't know. Just, I guess that's one of Eliora's gifts. I don't, I don't know. Do you want to talk about it or no? I mean, what's there to talk about? That's okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't really want to pry into your business. I mean, if you're like curious, you can ask and I won't lie to you, but like, but that's like also your business and I don't need to know if you don't want me to. I mean, I guess like you can just infer it from context clues that I'm uh that I have a kind of complicated relationship with my mom um but you know lots of people do yeah yeah and when Eliora got mad it it just um it just reminded me of that you know after a month of not being around that I guess I just got used to it too quickly so well I'm sorry so it's hard okay um well unfortunately in places that we're gonna go people might lash out at other people and I know that might be hard for you I mean Eliora promised to not do it but random strangers might still yell at you and I don't think this is comforting but I don't know I mean the truth is the most comforting thing to me so okay I'm not good at comforting people but I'm just gonna say that your life isn't gonna be easy it's gonna be fucking hard but it's gonna be get better now that people that don't like you aren't in it yeah I mean as far as I know there's only one person who ever didn't like me I didn't really talk to anyone other than my mom and my granddad and I know my granddad took care of me so maybe he didn't like me but I assume it sounds like really he liked you him. I mean that's what I thought also so but I've been I've been wrong about how people are supposed to treat you did something happen between you and the Thestinas, I've been kind of out 
to the side. It's like, this is Victor's family. And I know I talk to them when I can, but. I just don't really like being around Arlena right now. Um, okay. It just kind of feels like she's trying to be my mom. Hmm. And, you know, I just, I just don't think she would like doing that. She wouldn't I mean, like because be, she wouldn't because like if you're your my mom, mom if she wants to be my mom what she has to do is she has to drink a lot and she has to be gone all the time and she has to make me worry about her when she's not there and then when she comes home she has to she has to be really loud and she has to break things and she has to say just like the most horrible stuff you've ever heard in your life and, you know, I just don't, I just don't think Arlena would want to do any of that. That doesn't really seem like something she would enjoy. I think she likes her family too much to, to do that. So, you know, the position of being my mom is already filled. I don't think Arlena realizes what doing that would like be for her, you know? I think, I think your mom is a, outlier and how you should be and I think by being someone that cares for you you don't have to be a, an asshole you can just care for you and want what's best for you which is what I think Arlena does I mean I'm sure she'll understand if you talk to her but I know that's hard I don't it's like geez like how are you so good Apparently, everything around you is not. I wouldn't say everything around me was bad. Like, my mom wasn't around super often. But, you know, my, like, my grandfather, you know, he's, pretty, he's the one who raised me, and he was a really good person, so that's probably why. I know, but bad, so many bad things have happened to you. Like, all of this shit that you didn't ask for. And, like, bad things happened to me, and bad things happened to Victor, and we're both fucking assholes. And you are the nicest person I've met so far. And all this shit has happened to you. Is there anything I can do to make you feel more comfortable, better? I mean, I just like being around you without you really doing anything. I think that you and me and Victor, I think we had to learn how to take care of ourselves before we were ready. I mean, maybe like, maybe nobody's ready, even if they think they are. Um, but I've been doing it not nearly as long as I think that you and Victor have. I don't know how to show you guys that I care. And I, and I don't know how to take care of you because I'm not you. But I just, you know, I hope you can believe it when I say that I would want to learn how to take care of you if you wanted to teach me I mean can I can I give you a hug yes I'd hug her so stiff like a wooden board <laughs> it's both of us are so stiff like none of us like there's no, it's just all rigid like all elbows god the it's worst when you hug. clash two it's barbie like dolls together <laughs> it's literally two barbie dolls, barbie dolls hugging. <laughs> oh it's my like god. a swift pat on the back it's like <clears throat> yep Yep. That yep. felt good. Yes. We should um we should have this conversation again, but with Victor. <laughs> like maybe. the whole thing? No, maybe not the whole thing, but 
maybe like a friendship conversation. Sure. If he wants to, was this not a friendship conversation? No, but like an extra one because we left Victor out. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can, we can, he's busy. I don't, with... I don't expect you to dump emotional baggage on Victor and I'm not going to dump my emotional baggage on Victor, but I do think we need to talk to Victor and say, this is looking a lot more like a three year adventure than like a three week. So we better like saddle the fuck up and be friends for it. Are we not already friends? Um, we are friends. Yep. Yes, we are. We've been friends this whole time. Okay, good. That's what I thought. Yep. That's good to what... know. Yep. And Jill, I trust you. So she's not going to cast Zone of Truth, even though Emmett wants her to. She's <laughs> now, so. I think it's so fucking funny. Like the the group dynamic is like Victor likes July more than he likes Safria, and Safria feels the fucking same, but the other way around. <laughs> Like it's kind of a a hate love between Victor and Safra, and they just like look at each other and go, "Yeah, we protect July." Yep, yep. (laughs) Just like in middle school, I am the glue that holds the friend group together. You literally are. I almost had that like exact line to Ellie where I was almost like, "July is the glue," and I didn't say it. But my God, she is. Yeah, I feel like there is some sort of like intellectual understanding between like Safra and Victor, but there's more of an emotional bond between July and Safra, and then Victor and July. I think Safria and Victor will like have a good bond if they like sit down and have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and absolutely. that's the hard part because they're two stubborn fuckheads. Yeah, that do not want to talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I don't want to. I'm good. And, and like nobody questions, so they never talk. Yeah, and I think I think July is maybe the first person to do that, which is why I think Safria and Victor have been taught like don't ask questions, like don't yep, be just, where you aren't needed like yeah. don't speak unless you're spoken to and july was taught um say whatever the fuck you want as long as you don't say anything mean or disrespectful on purpose it's okay to say anything yeah that's crazy i'm Safri is definitely the opposite and is like yep i'm i have no way of comforting you i have no emotional intelligence i'm just here <laughs> here fascinating uh so moving on from one very emotional conversation to another <laughs> Uh, we're gonna move into the family meeting that has been happening while that conversation was happening victor here's the setup right now bella luna is holding her hands in her lap sitting next to mateus but across from you and arlena who has pointedly left her hand open if you need one to hold for this conversation okay um victor he takes arlena's hand and he takes in a deep breath he's like visibly nervous and he looks at the rest of his family and he says i could tell you what is but i think it may be easier if i just show and he turns himself to the ghostly white canvas that he showed arlena earlier watching bella luna and mateus for their reactions like at all times and he looks over at arlena and he says well, because of yesterday's events, it was left to assume that I might have helped the council's men with their efforts, but that is not true. And this, and he points at himself, is why. You see 
Bella Luna has like sort of covered her mouth, which has been smiling, like giving you this sort of encouragement, uh, similar to what Arlena was giving you. You see tears coming out of her eyes because she has sort of that history, that knowledge of the tragedy that has befallen you and your kind. And she is dead silent. Mateus doesn't have that understanding. Like he was a little too young for it. He's a little maybe too sheltered. And he's just staring at you, but not like, not angry, not upset, just confused. It's the look of someone who hasn't decided how they feel yet. And you can make a insight check if you'd like to see if you can discern something more from that. Oh my god, there I fucking go. Oh, that's a net one. No, that's I'm a net one. for this. Yeah, that's a net one. You see nothing except confusion in his eyes. Yeah. But you can, even with that net one, you know Mateus and you know that it's not, it's not fully negative. Yeah, there, there's, more, there's more positivity there than anything. Yeah. Arlena looks at you and she says, well, first, I'd like to congratulate you for doing this. This is a big step. It's good to have you be. (laughs) And Bella Luna is still sort of whispering through her hands. Uh, She says, a changeling. You were Carlos, the man who saved Alana, weren't you? Gods above. I thought I recognized that air of kindness somewhere. Well, it was a panic shift. I don't think I created a very well done persona i didn't have the time to i might have left a bit of victory in him she smiles at you knowingly meanwhile mateus is connecting other dots and he says you impersonated the countess to get the count's money because you can find her or was that the plan all along is that how you solve every case or was she just a woman with some shitty luck oh get his ass Oh, well, I didn't do that in every case, but I did it often enough with the rich ones closer to the council. I didn't do it to kids. I didn't do it to the poor folk. And I didn't do it to just about anyone. But I did it. He nods processing that knowledge but is interrupted by anything he might say with Bella Luna's sort of like bone-crushing hug that she gives you. And she's just, she she's a little bit of a mess. You don't normally see Bella Luna this emotional. It just, it doesn't really happen. That's kind of Arlena's job, so to speak. But um, she's like, you must have been so scared. Thank you. That's so fucking cute. Oh my God, I'm gonna <laughs> And you feel another body press against you in the hug after a bit, and you know it to be Mateus, and you feel Arlena's eyes on the three of you, just sort of observing and letting her family have this moment. V wraps their arms around the rest of the family, if possible, Arlena too, and he hugs them as tightly as they can, and... Nobody can see it because they're hiding their face, but their eyes are just filled with tears. They're just trying so hard not to cry right now. Oh, yeah. You pull Arlena into this hug like almost immediately. She goes with it, sort of like doing whatever you feel to be appropriate because this is your moment. This is your story. And who is she to infringe on someone else's? 
and you hear sort of a muffled from Mateus still being in this hug. He says, I didn't mean to make it sound like I'm mad at you. I'm not changing yourself to be the person you feel you are, the person you need to be. You think I don't know shit about that? I just, the situation sucks, Vic. I mean, there's a whole woman down there that has no idea she was supposed to be found. I mean, she's never going to get her life back. And the others, they never had a chance to get their life back. And I know you had no way of knowing. How could you? And I know you wouldn't hurt anyone on purpose, not ones that didn't deserve it. It's just, gods damn it, you know? <laughs> it's a whole ass mess. Uh, I promise I'll figure it out. Starting with the Countess. But I'm sorry, I lied to you, especially if I knew what it contributed to the lyings I did, I wouldn't have done it. It was just easy money in a shitty time for someone like me. Bella Luna nods at that and she says, I think we can all agree that we've done things we aren't proud of in this world. It happens. Things that have to be done to help others or to help ourselves. And it's not the most admirable thing in the world, but it is what it is. She sighs, but she's like, well, we'll figure this out as we always do together. Thank you for being so patient with me. <laughs> what, what is family for if not to put up with each other's shit? It's and nice to have a family. <laughs> you see Arlena tear up again at that comment because she knows vaguely what you've been through. I don't think you've talked about your, your biological family very much, but uh, yeah. she gets the idea based on what she knows about changelings and what she what you told her and arlena is like well i think you were right about one thing victor v which is that someone has to tell madalena before we can get started with anything and i think that's a conversation for you to have with her when yes. you feel it fit and if you need a moderator of sorts to be there i can be there or someone else can be there but if that's something you want to take on alone, I also understand. I think I'll ask um, July and Safri about it. They also helped save her. And the fact that they're not afraid to do murder makes me feel a little safer. You know, I <laughs> like not to have holy light blasted onto me when I tell what I did. Also, her husband fucking sucks. Um, she, she could get someone better. <laughs> Mateus, now curious, um, now beyond the kind of emotional barrier that has happened, it is more very curious about the case. <laughs> he is like, who who asked you to, to look for her? Was it her husband or was it someone else? Or If I recall it right, I think it was her husband. And he gave up really quick. <laughs> and Arlene... Terrible business. <laughs> Arlena pipes up and she says, well, uh, with, with the way Alana's mother was, it wouldn't surprise me if he was. Yeah. I, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if that was common practice, unfortunately. I'm starting to think it probably was. With another, like, kind of just group hug, like another tight squeeze. I think also... In this moment, we kind of hash over the things that we've already discussed in the conversation with Arlena, such as uh, pronouns, gender, who we want to know about this. If that's something you'd like to physically talk about, we can do that. But 
entirely no, up to you. It's fine. It's like basically the same conversation that they had with Arlena. Very much so. Arlena says, I'm not going to rush you in your business. Your business is your own, though you have confided in me. Um, I think the sooner you have this conversation with her, the better. I agree. I don't think there's much planning to break the news. It's going to be shitty talk. No matter what I do, it's just kind of a rough topic, I guess. Kind of Um, a rough topic indeed. (laughs) And I think at this point, the family meeting sort of disperses, but Mateus stays behind and he says, hey, Vic, can I, can I talk to you about, about something maybe? Sure. Of course. And Victor stays behind with Mateus. Yeah, yeah. The the at this point, Arlena and Bella Luna kind of give each other a look, and they're like, "This is a, this is a big brother, little brother kind of moment here. Um, we're gonna let them have this," and they they leave. But Mateus is like, "I know you don't know your your party members or your friends or your acquaintances super well, and that's if you can't answer this, that's that's fine. I'm not I'm not you know you don't have to answer. But uh, did I did I do something wrong?" what do you mean like i i don't know it's it's hard to say because i can't tell if because some people are just like that you know what i mean like some people are just ah and he makes like a vague wide gesture with his hands (laughs) (laughs) and he's like but i don't i don't get that vibe from her like i i don't know because she's so intimidating she's so and then he realized he hasn't said a name and he's like safria safria is so intimidating and it's not just because she's like super powerful or that she i know for a fact she could talk circles around me that's not the point i'm not afraid of that i just i don't know it's it's probably a me thing and it's not a her thing or maybe i'm interpreting it wrong i just she she like went off on me and like i expect that that's that's normal i get that a lot again i'm i'm kind of a, a a waiter of sorts this is this is not unexpected but you know it's not a customer service setting i don't i don't know what i did i dare to say that i'm more acquainted to july than i am safria but and like victor looks back to see if bella luna and arlena actually left they did they're gone Mateus, and he's like but her and i were kind of the same brand of bitch so um she might be closed off because she don't doesn't know what's up to you yet maybe she she's protective of herself or maybe even july july is really not used to big cities like this and stuff i think she just needs to let herself know you you didn't do anything wrong she's just like that i think he, he sort of nods and, and thinks about it for a moment. He says, so if it were you and you had someone that was kind of being your brand of bitch to you, um, as you so said, would you talk to them about it? Because, you know, I you, you know my moms and you know how they talk about communication and how it's important, et cetera, et cetera. But like, is that how you deal with your so-called brand of bitch? Or I think... Besides just, you know, giving her the space to know you, like, I did. I I know, I came from a friendlier place. Like, we start off on bad terms. But I think either giving her some space 
I could talk to her if you like. You'd like to have a mediator in that front. But mostly is trying not to be too invasive. Like, unfortunately, asking too many questions might be off the table. And just understanding in general. Like, be there if she needs to talk. And, you know, you know those wild dogs in the park? And they fucking hate you until you give them, like, food or some shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. <laughs> you know, I sort of expected some sort of analogy like that. And the confirmation somehow does not feel good. And he, he smiles at you and he's like, okay, well, I can deal with that. I can, thank you. I, yeah. <laughs> Just give yourself time, man. And if she doesn't like you, she's the one who's losing you your awesome friendship and he like gives uh mateos a little like pat on the side of the head he goes like ah there's a portuguese word for this and i don't know anything in english that correlates to it it's cafune it's like a very specific kind of pet to the head like um oh there's he, a he word for him. a head pet yeah for that specific uh, that's so adorable that's so cute screaming we need more words <laughs> more get more in here wait what was the word again Kafume. how do you spell that uh i'll i'll sh- <laughs> it has like fancy wiggly of like oh shit and shit ah uh, yes send in the chat <laughs> <laughs> that was such a voice that was such Thank a you. voice Okay, so yeah, Mateus leans into the head pet, kind of the way like a, a small dog would, just like, because mm, uh, this man is a sucker for affection. But uh, he, uh, he takes it in stride and he says, thank you for chatting, even if you didn't know much. I just, you know, you're older and I feel like you have more worldly societal wisdom or something, question mark. Uh, wisdom is a, a strong word. Um, yeah, sure, of course, anytime you need it. Um, if it goes wrong, don't blame me and don't tell your mom. Agreed. Um, thanks for the record, though. I think you're smart and wise and good. I've known you, god, how long since I was eight, 11 years or so. You know, I, I, I feel like I know you well enough to, to say those things, even with new revelations aside. I'll have you know. I've made Victor to be the closest to V I can be without hardships. So if you're afraid that you don't know me anymore because of this revelation, if you feel anything of the sorts, it's not like that. Victor is the most me I can be out there. So you've known me pretty well all those years screaming crying crawling up the walls like a spider (laughs) Mateus says well I've always loved Victor and I'm sure I will always love you glamour and appearances aside I feel like I can always get a, a certain vibe for how a person is and I know you and I know you in any form is good let's talk about the parallels (laughs) <laughs> Victor gives Mateus a little smooch on the forehead, a little Aww. forehead kiss. Yeah, he he it's goes in for like, it. he goes in for like a, a squeeze sort of around the middle, and he's like, he, he sort of like rubs his eyes. He's like, okay, sappy shit is done. 
We are good. I still have to go to the market. Back to business. <laughs> Uh, market 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 yes um he sort of walks out of the room and allows v to take their time to sort of become victor again if they decide to or if you're gonna just take a moment in this room i think v just gets back to being victor takes him a a little deep breath and goes back downstairs pretending to to join separate that nothing fucking happened as you're going downstairs someone else makes an appearance Madalena uh, comes out of her room uh, and she she sort of catches your eye and she says, uh, Mr. Revents, uh, nice to see you and, and talk with you in a more, you know, in a more direct, wet manner. I never got the chance to say thank you for being part of the party that helped me escape eternal doom and torture. So thanks for, for that. Um, uh, please don't thank me. Don't thank me. I did the bare minimum. Um, I think my colleagues were much more helpful than I was in that situation. If you'd be available later for a chair, I would love to accompany you over tea or something. There's things you should know about the time you were away. She nods at that, a little confused, and she says, I mean, I'm, I'm available now but if you're not i i understand i have nothing but time at at this point i would just like to talk to my friends first the two ones downstairs if you don't mind would be joining us to tea and i I just have to update them first so that's why i'm asking for a little bit of time yes whatever you you need i am at least partially even if you don't want to admit it in your debt so I am a little bit at your whim. Uh, so I'll be here. Nowhere else to go. She She's saying this all very um, glib uh, about the whole situation because she's like, where am I going to go outside and be caught? I think not. <laughs> that means she does have a point. So he goes, thank you so much for your patience and forgive me for being so secretive as of right now. Yeah. I hope you're doing well. I'm certainly doing better and she 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 nods and she's like shall we downstairs and ushers you sort of forward first and he like he goes first but it's because he doesn't want to like be there looking at her he feels guilty as fuck i mean i'm sure after that conversation anyone would be so fair um question do they come downstairs and see me and safria in this in the barbie doll hug that's what breaks the barbie doll hug is that they come yes. downstairs and we're like okay done <laughs> good job Good job. Um, also, if you want to, like, because there is still the parchment from the conversation that you had with Eliora, if you'd like to kind of take that off, sweep that off the table as they're coming downstairs, I'd be all right with that. I don't know if I won't. I won't. Okay. Actually, no, because it doesn't have my side of the conversation. If it had my side of the conversation, I would have, but since it doesn't, I don't care. <laughs> it is going to say Eliora being like, I don't like Victor. <laughs> this is true. It's okay. Uh, we can explain it. Dude, I well, do I think she can anyway? No, I get, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I, I walk around with cabras. It's it's fair enough. <laughs> she ain't the first one. Valid. Well, Mateus comes down first before her and Madalena, and Mateus is like, "I'm gonna head to the market. If anyone would like to accompany me, so I will pretty- go if you need company. I want to go." Okay, yeah, sure. We can all go. Victor, I'm sure you have things to do. I will. Victor, come. We don't 
we ha- we haven't spent that much time as a group and we're not killing something. Wait, I have to guys, guys, I have to put pants on. You don't wear you don't have pants on? You know I have a pants? skirt on. I have a skirt on. I have to wear pants. We're going outside. You're good. No, people don't know who I am. I have to look different. Does that still apply? Okay. Are we still doing that? We're um, still criminals, I think. You're still yeah. technically wanted. I feel like if you went around with like a cloak of some sort, you'd be fine. And I mean, like vendors aren't really going to ask questions because a lot of them are just your average everyday folks. Okay. So then yeah, I'll throw like, a little cloaky on. Like normally July like wears a cloak. So I think she's like, Mateus, do you, do you or your mom just like have one that I could borrow? And I'll leave this one here. Oh yeah. Uh, do you have a color preference? Um, just, just not blue. Cause that's the one I already have not blue and he thinks for a moment green green okay sure yeah he he runs upstairs very excited to share his clothes with someone yeah he he kind of takes after his mom in that regard and like ooh, looking pretty having having nice clothes i like those things so he very quickly runs upstairs runs back down and hands you the the green cloak and he says we can hang the the blue one on the coat rack or whatever i'll just put it in my room can I take the blue one? I actually don't have one. Mine's black oh. and it looks like me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, take this one. Yeah. It used to belong to my grandfather. Hmm. Does it smell yeah. like fish? <laughs> Can I roll it? Does it smell it like fish? Definitely. I don't even, don't even roll. It definitely does. It smells like, it smells like fish and a little bit of July, like BO is what it smells like. Mm. Uh, Mateus, do you have any other cloaks? This one um, doesn't go with my outfit. Uh, definitely. Uh, red. All right. Yes. He runs upstairs, runs back down, hands it off to you, and says- I put my cloak in my room. Okay. (laughs) Guys, we need to cloak logistics. Okay? Get the shit down. (laughs) It's important. I think Victor is the only one that doesn't really have to put on any disguises, because again, he's not really wanted. wanted. I mean, you don't really know the situation with, like, how much do all the councilsmen know about, like, the Madalena situation, and, like, how much they've inferred based on- her not being in the facility or the facility being gone yeah. that you I can think, i think victor believes he covered his tracks enough like the only person that has seen him is trugar and trugar hasn't left the building so well yeah trugar won't be leaving anything ever um so except That's maybe the mortal deal. plane god <laughs> <laughs> as uh you put on the cloak uh safria he he kind of he looks at you for a moment and he's like it's a good it's a good look on you I think. Thank you. I'm like cool. trying to ease the tension from earlier because I w- I snapped and I'm like filled with the message of I can actually be a good person. I'm like, you're fucking right. Like, <laughs> this is something I've never considered until now that I could just be nice to people. Yeah, you can also tell no inside check needed. Uh, Mateus is very much trying to do the same, like taking the knowledge that Victor Aww. has given him and also with his own personality of like, I need to fix things. Uh, he's t- kind of trying to bridge the gap between you two. Um, uh, when Safria isn't looking, Victor just gives Mateus a thumbs up. You see a little blush on his tanned cheeks and a, the biggest fucking grin. That's my boy. This man ah! seeks approval in the worst way. <laughs> uh, you see Madalena has kind of been accosted uh, by Alana and the little girl is like, can I, can I do your braids? Can I, uh, Mateus taught me a really cool a trick can I you and sh- there's just so much hair and you notice like Madalena from being in this facility sort of has like some ragged like dead ends but the hair is long like it's like past her tailbone probably 
Oh, long yeah. hair. Long hair. Um, and Madalena uh, is like, yeah, we can do that. And she, so she's there keeping the child entertained. Uh, Bella Luna and Arlena are nowhere to be seen. But based on earlier, Victor, you know that the market trip was like an expected trip. So Mateus is like, are we good? Our disguises set? Yep, let's do it. Yes, I think so. Okay. Uh, you all okay. head out uh, into the markets. Mateus is picking up the usuals, sort of like groceries, so to speak, supplies for medical kits and whatnot. Is there anything in particular that you guys are looking for? Or are you staying next to Mateus? Um, um, I'm kind of just looking around to see, like, I'm not like straying from the group, but I am being like, what like fun stuff do they have here? Is there any like, like little trinket accessories that I could buy for like the ball, stuff like that? Yeah, okay. Let me just hear what everyone else is looking for, and I'll we will settle things as we go. I'm not sure what I would be looking at looking for. I mean, you're pretty Victor. You're pretty familiar with this market. I mean, you you probably shop here yourself. It's a lot of the usual. I can tell there's like one street that is just like a line of like vendors peddling so many wares. You see sort of handcrafted jewelers. You see uh, some of the stuff that you would see at like a craft fair beaded tapestries, homemade candles, homemade soaps, uh, trinkets and knickknacks and, and things like that that are made by those just trying to supplement their own income. Uh, you also see a number of buskers sort of spread out enough so that like their sounds don't clash with each other. And it's just like, what? it's like once you're passing by one busker, you hear like the next one and the next song. This uh, is the most uh, unrealistic part that they're not all in the same like square. What is a busker? I feel dumb. A busker is one of those people that like plays an instrument or music like on the street. Like, for oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. You also see a number of beggars who are just panhandling, not saying anything, but they have like their signs that are like need coin for rent, need coin for for family, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but yeah, anything you're you're looking for is kind of just here. Uh, Safria, you definitely see the sort of like trinkets and jewelers you were looking for mm-hmm. at relatively cheap prices this is kind of the thing of like they look authentic and they look real like it might look like it's made of like fine piece and gold or whatever but it's like it's it's sort of like cheap knockoffs that look good like this might be the this might be the thing that like kind of turns your your skin a little green after you wear it for too long all right cool cool. why do i have 50 gold in my inventory what did we do uh you guys killed councilsmen Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, why do I have that? Okay, cool. You probably, I will say, you probably also have your own income from being from New Haven. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, I'll say because things are pretty cheap here, you'd be able to afford whatever you wanted. And once we've settled things, we can take out the proper okay. amount of gold. Victor, because you are with Mateus, make a perception check. I'm with him too. You're with him too? I, I didn't know yeah. if you would split off. Uh, okay, so also make a perception check. I think I'm also with him. We, we didn't split off. I'm just like looking at the booths. Would you be paying attention more to the booths or more to your companions beside you? I'm paying attention to the booths, I think. Okay, so I'm I'm going to have this be just the July and Victor thing. Okay. About 15. Okay. So you do see this. Uh, Got a 19. Okay, you both see this. You see Mateus sort of walking by... Um, and at the same time, uh, a councilsman passing at the same point, and you see Mateus sort of like reach into this man's pocket ever so slightly, grab the coin, 
tuck it into his cloak and keep moving. It is like the smoothest little handoff uh, you've ever seen, but uh, the the councilman does not seem to notice. That's my boy. Yeah, I didn't see it, but that's my boy. I don't know. (laughs) Proud of him. July stops fully. Like, she stops walking. She's like, I I hit your back. (laughs) Victor stops too, and he looks at July, and he goes like, he makes this face, like, mom face, like, don't say anything. And he just, um, Mateus didn't realize at first that everyone stopped so he's like he walked like a few feet ahead didn't really see Victor do the little motion and turns around and he said oh did you find something that caught your eye or I didn't <laughs> oh nothing happened sorry I'm being quiet I'm being quiet and I look at Safri and I go I'll tell you when we get back okay once he's like sort of assured that you're fine and we can keep going he keeps walking and with your insight checks or sorry your perception checks you see as he's passing like buskers and and the the beggars of sorts he putting like a handful of gold into their little tins so you can tell like this money that he's taken he's not keeping it for himself and he's not keeping it to spend i think Sephiri, you do notice him putting money in certain places but you're you're not connecting like, oh, I wonder where he got this money from. Right. Because... It's just like, oh, he has money, right? Yeah. Because you know the Thestinas have money. Like they, right. they they get customers of all classes and creeds. So mm-hmm. you can, you know, you can think what you want. Right. Uh, you keep walking and he you guys get to like sort of the artsier part of the market. Um, and I I know uh Safari, you said you were interested in that. You can sort of peruse the wares um i yeah i want to buy like a necklace like a new pair of gloves maybe stuff like that like in, like a nice pair of earrings maybe like a hair piece just like like little trinkets and accessories that i can put on for the ball excellent you see a young half elven woman greets you with a smile and victor i think you might know this uh because a lot of like a lot of people that can afford arts and nice things don't shop in Orland markets and those that want them usually can't afford them so this half elven woman very excitedly says hi uh new faces how how are you oh Mateus I nice to see you all what can I do for you um yeah we're just um I'm just shopping around for um like some jewelry some just you seem to have a lot of nice stuff out here just looking Oh, well, thank you kindly, milady. Uh, the gala, yes? Is that what you're shopping for? Or is this yes. another special? I see. It's the gala, yes. She pulls out from under her sort of table, she pulls out a bit more of her finer wares. Uh, she kind of sees your like color palette, so to speak. So she like pulls out some of her like things that like look like rubies, but like obviously right. aren't. And the golden sort of patterns, uh, earrings, headpieces, this one does not sell gloves, but she has like rings and things of that cool. matter. Are you looking for something to catch the eye or something? Subtle? You have to wear, do you have to wear all of these? Not at the same time. Like you don't wear like five necklaces at once. You just I mean, I don't know how. Okay. Okay. I was worried it would be too heavy. Sometimes they are. Sometimes you wear things that are very heavy and you just have to deal with it. Why would you do that though? Because you look pretty. The the young half-elven woman says, I can assure you that these are of the utmost comfort and lightweight. So never worry about 
being uncomfortable because we all know those social gatherings can be uncomfortable on their own. <laughs> we 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 don't all know that. Um, but, uh, <laughs> oh, have you? I can't say. Have you never been to a council's ball because those don't happen? So this is all very new. But you've never been to a party of sorts? No. Nothing wrong. No shame in that. Uh, are you interested in these? These are not obviously requirements to go, but are you interested in anything for yourself? I like like a kid hiding behind his mom when she's talking to someone that she knows. I just kind of like hide behind Safri and Victor and, and I'm like, if you think I need to have one of these things, like please get it, but I have no idea what's going on. So July fully like tries to I- dip out of whatever's happening. Look at Victor. I'm like, do you want some? I mean, I'm gonna get some, and I might just grab a necklace for July. Wait, she has one. She has a necklace. Yeah, I might just grab. I don't think maybe a hairpiece for July. Sure, I I don't think I need any. I have I have some at home. I think. All right. I call Mateus over, and I'm like, do you want anything? Uh, Mateus uh, kind of looks over at her wares and looks at the woman and says, uh, Catherine, do you have any of your uh, cool in stock or uh, perhaps an, an ear cuff of sorts? Uh, and Catherine nods and pulls out sort of like a tray of makeup, like pigments and, and coal, which is like darker pigmentation yeah. that's to be worn around the eyes um mm-hmm. and she says yes uh, of course um your usual and he nods and and plucks coal and some uh some sort of like reddish pinkish uh pigments uh <gasps> to be worn on the lips i um, didn't know you had pigments oh now i'm excited july come here so <laughs> oh my is this what goes on your face what goes on your face this goes on your lips these are to highlight the cheeks the rouge like um, the whole thing? What? Like oh, the not whole... all of... This is to last you many months if you're cautious. This goes in your eyes. This goes on your eyes. And how do I see? It's in my um, eyes. you do. It's just, you know, I like kind of make the motion of like putting on mascara. I'm like, but this like see see how these like lift up? July puts her face so close to yours. She's like, Yeah, like this. See how it it goes like that and it makes them long and noticeable. Why would you want to do that? It's all aesthetics. You don't have to. I just, like, you see, I rub at my eyes and, like, a little bit of my eyeliner comes off. Like, my winged eyeliner, like, it rubs off. Ah! Oh, my God. What? <laughs> are you, are you okay? What it's happened? Just that. It's just that. You, what? It's just cosmetics. That wasn't your face the whole time? No. <laughs> um, Catherine kind of, like, pipes up and she says... For your first time wearing makeup, I'm happy to give you a trial set. No, you don't have to. Safri, I don't have I don't have to do that, right? No, not if you don't want to. I mean, I'll I'll do it if you guys think I should do it, but it's sorcery. That's what that <laughs> is. I think all is required of you is to show up wearing clothes. Anything but that is just an extra don't just extra as long as you're wearing an outfit you can go in all this stuff is just a little flair okay maybe maybe one or two of the things but i'm not i i'm not doing it on myself i just feel like that would go badly mateus bites up and he's like i know how to do it if you need help or 
Safria, you seem like I also know how to do it. Yes, but <laughs> we all sing. I think, I think we, we all, all sing. I think no. we all know how to put coal around the eyes. At first, I'm like, I'm at first, I'm like, I think I also know how to do it. But, um, but you also also know how to do it, so you can do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Whatever. July is more comfortable with, obviously. Um, but he takes the um makeup, tucks it in his cloak and then looks at like the earring cuffs and he he takes one that has like the embellishments of like an orangey brownish looking like maybe topaz sort of color to it and like a bronze hue and he says how much for this one uh and she says usually three silver for you will do two (laughs) and uh mateus says i'll take it for the three but thank you um and pays for his wares and looks to the rest of you and he says if you need assistance with paying i have enough of my own oh no 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 we're all good i have i have funds i have my temper pennies one second and july gets out starts to get out her bag and like when she sets it on the table there's like a thud and she's like let me just count these out um i don't know what the exchange rate is (laughs) uh catherine's like truly i don't know either uh how about like i have gold you don't put put that away i have gold but i well okay. you i'll take i would take like three of the tipper pennies for whatever you would like to purchase <laughs> the more i walk around the more i'm starting to think that people from tipper just like don't use these um i'm starting i'm starting to get that inkling so here i just i i grab like three and i like give them to her and i'm like Safria, I'll pay you back later, but you can just have these as, as something, I don't know, funny. You could you could melt it and make it into jewelry or something, but you they're not common around here. So are you handing that off to Catherine or Safria? I'm handing it off to Catherine. Oh my god, wait. Could she make earrings out of the tippert pennies? <laughs> um, she absolutely could. She she looks at them and she says, these will be this is an interesting find and perhaps more valuable than the currency you would have given me. Thank you. Yeah, I want, I want me some tipper penny earrings. I demand it. Oh, for you, just dropped. Do you uh, do you request that, like, to her? Yes. Okay. Yes. Catherine looks at these and she says, "A one of kinds uh, commission. I'd be, I'd be happy. Hmm. I'd be happy to." Um, Thank you. And, uh, she says, "You need these in time for the gala." Yes. Yes, please. She nods and says, "That can uh, be arranged. I can most certainly." get those for you within that time potentially earlier uh you can find me at the same market stall uh Mateus knows where to find me you're a legend for that one I like slap some like gold on the table whatever I like I get like this like pretty like black necklace some like earrings and then I want to see if there's like I want to buy like a little present for July I want to see if they have like a little butterfly like hair piece that I can like get my little grubby mitts on uh, you actually, as you ask for that, um, Catherine is looking at the pendant around July's neck, um, and she says, that is the most exquisite piece I have ever seen. Where did you get that? I look at Safri and Victor, and I'm like, uh, it was a family heirloom of hers. Yes. Yes, that is what it was. An incredible piece, and I think I might have something that could be close to matching it. And she pulls out, like, she must have had like a phase of like 
butterfly jewelry like like how or like collections of didn't sorts. we all didn't yep. we all I will say there right now in my jewelry box behind this little screen that I have there is uh, a butterfly bangle and two butterfly <laughs> earrings that I bought from a craft fair like so several true. years ago so true yes. so true they're like lilac and bronze looking very pretty nice. all it's my so earrings cute. are in my in my dorm room I don't have them oh Where's your personality? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Damn. That came out of fucking nowhere. The podcast over. Emmett just murdered their podcast mate. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, Trin, she's dead. (laughs) My God. I would just like to say that for the sake of Sakura being able to get July a present, I think July like sees the headpiece and is like, like, I think she looks at Sakura and she's like, I'm good, right? Yeah, if you don't want it. I mean, like, I like it, but, like, I don't, I think it's okay. I think July's like, I'm going to go over here and just gets distracted looking at something shiny. Okay, and then I buy it. And you see Mateus, besides what he has paid, take from the handful of coins that he has and put them in her tip jar. And nice. A bunch of gold and, and walks away with you guys. Uh, so, yeah, I think you guys walk back. Uh, Mateus stays towards the back of the pack and continues to do uh what he was doing on the way there after he took from the councilsman uh and just putting coins in certain tip jars and certain uh pans etc um until that until Mm. you guess that that pouch is like empty he kind of like tries to stay next to you safria and he's like i think um He's being very awkward about it, but he's like, I think those pieces will look very nice on you. And Catherine is is a fine jeweler, so you made a very a very wise choice. I'm sorry for the for the other day. I just oh, thank God we're talking about it. Yeah, we're yeah we have to. Okay, <laughs> yay. Um, <laughs> he like he like visibly like wipes the sweat off his brow. He's like, oh my God. Okay, we're talking about it. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> A- apology accepted i just i i'm sorry if i did something that no, hurt you no, or offended you no it's not it's my own issue i need to just i need to stop being mad at people that have good things that's my thing and it's not you you're a good person i know that but i'm sorry and i mean we're going to this gala together and like you seem like a fun person we can be friends i think i think we're the same age i think we're both like 19 right yeah he's 19 yeah, so we're like the same age. He he nods and he says, "Yeah, I'd I'd like that. And if I could steal a dance with you, maybe at the gala, that would be a nice too. I love um, that." Just side check to see if this man. I know he's not flirting, but <laughs> no, no make an inside wants, check. Make an inside check. Can I? To know. Can I? Yeah, absolutely. It's a sixteen. So hold on, let me let me go. Fuck me, hold on. I have good insight though. <laughs> okay, fifteen. Okay, you both meet the DC. Um, yes, he's flirting very much. Oh so. my! Oh fucking god! Not not like like Mateus is a bit of a flirt as is. That's just kind of part of his. Capri is too, I think. Even if he does it in a very like awkward Mateus way, he's still very much like trying to trying to put feelers out there, so to speak. Um, nice. But I will say, July with your. Like just one extra point of insight more. Uh, I think you realize that this this affection, or is that the word? Yeah, I'll call it that. Th- this affection, this this feeling that he has, does not pertains just to Safria. 
and maybe also with the way he's interact like you can compare the interactions between you you and him and him and safria and i'm like right this is how people act when they're making friends good to know um yeah okay good yeah yeah, I think maybe July doesn't understand the flirting bit, but she understands that him and you and him and Safria, those relationships are on similar planes at the moment. He's he's mm. treating those relationships in a similar way. He's behaving in them similarly. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Safria, you fully know that this is him maybe being a little bit of a flirt, maybe acting a little bit on a crush. Ooh, I, then I'm like the bit where he was like, I'd love to dance. I like to still dance. And I'm like, I love that. Girl incredible there's a there's a like a pink blush that crosses his cheeks you've got a little something on your cheeks (gasps) i say as i walk forward bright red head down but kind of glances at victor and he mouths like i think i did that right (laughs) gives him a thumbs up i'm screaming i'm crying i'm that's fucking okay is it getting hot in here no, it's not even it's not even me july like i think safria like walks up and she's next to july and july's like did it just get hotter <laughs> like is my is like is my pendant lighting up like i just feel warm for i'm kind reason. of like a little made of fire as well so oh, that could be true. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so as you guys walk back to the wise dandelion some kind of warm and fuzzy feelings happening probably amongst everyone in, in some varying form. Um, I think we'll end our session here. Yeah! Oh, oh, that was fun. Nice spot. It ends so with my dog start barking. Good dog. Yes. Thank you for noticing that dog. Oh. Okay. Can I just say I love every single kind of like relationship trope there is inside of this. I am such a sucker for it. I'm just a little, I just, I love it. I'm sure as you could tell through me playing like what are we on episode like six or something episode I just six. love I just love flirting in games it's my favorite thing to do and I love doing it <laughs> yes so much I you have something on your face I'm getting I'm getting that tattooed on my ass <laughs> what a line <laughs> truly what a line I love that um, thank you Thank you all so much for listening to the Roll for Rainbow podcast. If you liked it, feel free to follow us on Twitter at Roll for Rainbow and tweet at us using hashtag Roll for Rainbow. You can also follow us all on Twitter. I'm at NerdyBirdie6602. Emmett is at Boy Scout Paladin. Trin is at Trinity M. Foskett and at Tea Time Witch. And Julian is at Sonnet underscore Art. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, guys, any advice for the listeners? Shoot your shot, gang. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Hit your shot. Shoot your shot. (laughs) That's a great, like, overall arcing message. Overarching Overarching message. Ignore every emotional part of this podcast and shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Bye. 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 Good luck on shooting your shot. Good luck on shooting your shot, indeed.